Let us pray. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable to you, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen. And the death of um, someone we love is a time of great sadness. It is a time of deep sorrow. We may not have known um, the Queen personally, but for almost all of us, she has been a constant presence you know, throughout our lives over these past 70 years. Our longest reigning monarch, a life dedicated to the service of others. On our screens every Christmas day, her corgis often at her side, her portrait on every postage stamp, banknote, coin, and the supreme governor of the Church of England. Queen Elizabeth II was a remarkable woman. Born on the 21st of April 1926, the first child of Albert, Duke of York, who was the second son of King George V, she was not expecting the throne. But following the abdication of King Edward VIII in 1936, she became heir. Educated at home, she served in the Auxiliary Territorial Service during World War II, and in 1947, married Philip Mountbatten, who became Duke of Edinburgh. They had their first child, Charles, born in 1948, followed by a sister, Anne, who arrived in 1950. Then in 1952, her father tragically died, and at just 25 years of age, she became queen. During her reign, she has visited every realm and region across the United Kingdom, in some cases more than once. She has met weekly with 15 prime ministers. She has welcomed 110 presidents and foreign ministers on official visits, becoming a much-loved and respected figure across the globe as head of the Commonwealth linking more than two billion people worldwide. And continued her public duties right up to her death on Thursday of this week. She was a remarkable woman. The Queen was also a Christian woman who in her faith and testimony was an example to us all. Jesus Christ was the bedrock of her faith, who comforted her in times of difficulty and who gave her hope in the face of death. And Jesus offers us that same comfort and that same hope today in this difficult time for us. Let me read again from verse 32 of our second reading, John's Gospel. When Jesus saw Mary weeping, and the Jews who had come along with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. Where have you laid him? He asked. Come and see, Lord, 
they replied. Jesus wept. Whenever we are in pain, whenever we are suffering, whenever we are grieving the loss of someone close to us, it is hugely comforting to have someone there who we can share it with, who we can talk to, who will listen to us, who generally cares for us, who knows what to say, when to say, when to offer a shoulder to cry on, words that we just need to hear, and using the right tone with us. I don't know if you have a friend like that, but Jesus Christ is that perfect friend, that perfect comforter. Mary and Martha both say to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would, have, would not have died. But Jesus treats each of them differently. With Martha, he speaks, I'm the resurrection of the life. With Mary, he weeps. He knows what each of us need right now. And these are real tears from Jesus. He is fully divine and fully human. Real heartache here. Deeply moved in spirit, troubled at the horror of death. And the heartache it brings. Jesus knows what it is to grieve the death of a loved one, Lazarus. Jesus knows the pain of this world. And in his sacrificial death, Jesus experienced infinite suffering as he paid for the sins of the world. Jesus knows and can empathize with what we are going through now, whatever we may have to face in this life. Those lovely verses from our Old Testament reading, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Why? For you are with me. Surely your love and goodness will follow me all the days of my life. The Lord is here. His spirit is with us. And we can draw to him now for all the comfort we need. Something which I particularly appreciated about the Queen, many, many things, but one thing that was an inspiration to me was the way she spoke so clearly and so confidently of her faith in Jesus Christ in her Christmas broadcasts to the nation. Listen to these words from the year 2000. To many of us, our beliefs are of fundamental importance. For me, the teachings of Christ and my own personal accountability before God provide a framework in which I try to lead my life. I, like so many of you, have drawn comfort in difficult times from Christ's 
word, and example. What encouraging words. This encouragement from the queen to draw near to Christ, to draw comfort from him. And this is what the queen would want for each of us now, to draw that same comfort from Christ in this difficult time we are facing. And so you might like to take a moment now in the quiet of your own heart to draw near to God in prayer. Lord, be my shepherd. Lord, guide me. Lord, lead me. Lord, reassure me of your loving presence following me all the days of my life. You're also very welcome to take one of the sheets or booklets at the back. We put these together. They have some set prayers in there to guide our prayers over these next few days and weeks as we mourn together the death of our Queen. But Jesus Christ does not just offer us comfort on a day like today. Jesus also offers us a sure and certain hope in the face of death. Let me read verse 25. Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. As we mourn the death of the queen, we are faced yet again with the reality of death. Even if we manage to make it to 96 years old like the queen, death comes to us all. And for those here who have lost a loved one, you will know just how painful that can be. You can't quite believe they have gone. You want to see them again. You want to know they are okay. And people say to us, you know, they've gone to a better place. She's at peace now. It's for the best. And we're thinking to ourselves, really? I mean... How do we know? How does anyone know what happens to us beyond death? Jesus Christ leaves us in no doubt. I am the resurrection and the life. I'm not just the author of life. I'm not just the meaning of life. I hold the very keys of life and death and what happens beyond the grave in my hands. And these aren't just mere words from Jesus. God the Father raised Jesus Christ from the dead on the first Easter Sunday, the empty tomb. The bones of Jesus Christ have never been found. The hundreds of eyewitness sightings of Christ risen from the dead before his ascension into heaven. The radically transformed disciples 
who all abandoned him at the cross, but now were prepared to be martyred for him post-resurrection. The Christian faith is not make-believe. The Christian faith is founded upon the historical events of the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. This is a real, concrete, sure hope. It is certain. It is going to happen. It is trustworthy. It is dependable. Jesus Christ has shown us, demonstrated to us in space-time history, what happens after death if you are trusting in him. Resurrection bodies which will never grow old again. As we are reunited with Christian loved ones in a renewed, perfect world where death and pain and suffering are no more and face to face with Jesus Christ, our creator, our redeemer, and our comforter. This is a sure and certain hope in the face of death. In Easter 2020, one month into the first national lockdown, the Queen addressed the nation with these words. This year, Easter will be different for many of us, but by keeping apart, we keep others safe. But Easter isn't cancelled. Indeed, we need Easter as much as ever. As darkness falls on the Saturday before Easter Day, many Christians would normally light candles together. It's a way of showing how the good news of Christ's resurrection has been passed on from the first Easter by every generation until now. The discovery of the risen Christ on the first Easter Day gives his followers new hope and fresh purpose, and we can all take heart from this. Again, more encouraging words from Her Majesty the Queen. The absolute confidence she had in the risen Christ. And so the absolute confidence we can have now that she is with Jesus and will one day be raised in glory. And the absolute confidence any of us can have in our future if we are trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so as we grieve the loss of our Queen, let's be absolutely clear that we do not grieve as those who have no hope, but in the sure and certain hope of the resurrection to eternal life through Jesus Christ. If you are someone here yet to put your faith in him, then can I be as bold as to say, that of any day, this would be a great day to do so. As the Queen herself said in her 2013 Christmas broadcast, God's love is for everyone. There is no one beyond his reach. I am the resurrection and the life, says Jesus. The one who believes in me will live, even though they die. Amen.